Welcome to episode number 205 of the Tower Light Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we are into some news uh, this week, but before we get into it, we're going to talk about what we're geeking out on. Chris, what have you been geeking out on, man? Dude, I went to the theater. <laughs> this is true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I don't even I don't even know when the last time I went to the theater was. It's been it's been years it feels like <laughs> honestly i mean it's yeah it, it was always one of my favorite things to do and with covid and everything it was just such a it was sad because i feel like i missed a lot of movies in theaters uh and now this summer's been the return of the movie so uh my wife and i saw the suicide squad in imax so went big for that first time back best way to do it go back to mm-hmm. imax like when i went and saw fast nine i was like Yep. Theater. This is the theater. <laughs> I I just forgot. You know, it's been watching stuff on TV for so long. I went to your house. Your house, your TV's so big, it's nice, right? Because yeah. it is a, it is like almost a theater experience. Um, but when that theater starts shaking, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what this is about. <laughs> and then your balls get blown off watching The Suicide Squad because it's epic. So... <laughs> Good times. Good times. Great. So I'll be castrated, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go in knowing that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I Walk got out you. Of you man. <laughs> I I feel ya. Um, great. So I've I've been geeking out on um I watched the Jungle Cruise, uh, which was very good. Very much the mummy meets uh pirates meets any rock movie. It was just, it was fun. Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's very much an Indiana Jones light movie. So um, I was like, you know what? I hope <laughs> that they take some cues from this. Like, obviously I, I don't doubt Spielberg and his abilities, but like, it's just, this was so much fun and it really had that vibe. And I was like, I know you guys can do this. So um, that was, that was great. And then rereading, uh death metal um because i want to read what is it dark oh geez what am i what's the order (laughs) metal heavy metal yeah i'm reading metal then i gotta read heavy heavy metal and then i gotta read future state that's right so coming back to my dc uh coming back to comics a little bit so that's uh that's been good awesome and some things that we'll talk about in this, I am also geeking out about in the news today. So um, first things first, let's get over to Marvel news. We've got a date for Hawkeye. It's going to be on November 24th, which leads me to believe that's it, right, for the year. Because even if they do six, um, I don't think it's enough time to put Miss Marvel in there, uh, right? Yeah, that's, we discussed that on the last show. They were saying both shows would come up by the end of the year, but you know they're not going to double up. They're not going to... They're not going to waste the opportunity to spread them out and have something on all the time. So, um, yeah, I don't see Miss Marvel till maybe March, April next year. Okay. Worry, you know, but yeah, all guys it. And that's fine. I'm I mean, we got we got three Marvel movies this fall into the winter plus that. So we don't need too much more because those three movies alone are going to be pretty kick ass. Yeah, I mean, we 
right now we're catching up. Everything that comes out this year is supposed to come out last year, mm. um, with the exception of the TV shows. But as far as the TV shows, it's almost kind of better. You know, it's like now there's no real big gap between movies and TV. It's just kind of like boom, 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 boom. So really excited for the rest of Marvel slate this year. Well, it's nice that it's actually all connected now. Hashtag. Hashtag. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Um, and then speaking of other Marvel news, we've got the Marvel Avengers game has another piece of DLC, this time with Black Panther. Uh, that's on August 17th. But one other piece of note is that uh, Christopher Judge who plays Kratos uh, in the new God of War will be lending his voice to the character. So uh, that's a little nice little uh, video game cross platform, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> what was his name? Talik? Talik from Stargate? Talik? Something like that. Yeah, I, love, I think so. Love that guy. Yep. Love that guy. Great voice. Great voice. Exactly. Um, what's going on, on the other side of the pond? A lot actually this this week. Um, so let's, let's get into a little bit here. Black Adam uh, finished up filming so we're in post-production right now so i'm looking forward to seeing anything from this film and very excited to see it on the big screen but uh apparently the producer is saying that the film will feature new technology that has never been done before so it's interesting because <clears throat> we see this with like how the mandalorian set the standard for like the new filming and you could do it um and that just on that set um this this on the other hand i don't know um what do you what do you think here the technology we're using to make Black Adam fly has never been done before. It's completely unique. It was critical for us to ensure that it felt special, authentic, and real. So in 1978, you believe that a man could fly. Now, how much different, you know, fast forward almost, you know, 40 years, almost 50 years uh, eventually here, but what do you think it's going to look like? I mean, the last time we saw, we have Shazam, we have Man of Steel. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you change the way that characters fly? What do you, what do you think this really means? So, what I'm kind of thinking about is, um, you know, Zack Snyder and what he did with Man of Steel. That was new because we had been really used to seeing, you know, more of a green screen or blue screen or whatever with like Christopher Reeve, obviously. And then even Brandon Roth didn't change too much. And I, I know that's more of an homage to the Reeve stuff. Um, but man of steel, you know, seeing him punching, you know, that camera right there, that was a, a way that we've never seen it done before, even in the cartoons. So what does this mean? Like, uh, because they've really been using the Snyder way of flying in all these films, even Aquaman, et cetera. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that, you know, I, I don't know. Like, just like James Wan did with changing, you know, the underwater stuff is so different than what Zack Snyder did in Justice League to Aquaman. Hey, I'm all for seeing this new flying technology. And maybe that's the way we see capes when they decide to do like an invincible live action or something, whatever. Uh, it would be cool to see what they do. Yeah, that's, that's actually really uh, some good points there. I, um, I'm just really, after watching the Suicide Squad and knowing that that they're making the right steps, I want to see them do new things um, because I feel like and do different things. Because if you the mistake they fell into was let's copy Marvel, and now they're like let's just make good movies. So I'm all about it. Yeah, me too, for sure. Uh, speaking of movies, uh, so we've been talking 
in the past about the Blue Beetle rumored movie that was supposed to be coming to HBO Max. And so now it is. And so we've gotten our Jaime Reyes. And it's he's going to be played by Zolo Mary Duwena. I'm sorry, name butcher <laughs> over here. Um, but yeah, I'm, this is exciting. This was rumored, uh, but then it was actually um, it was confirmed at the Suicide Squad premiere. So very exciting. Uh, a lot of movement on the TV front for DC shows. Yeah, I'm obviously super pumped. I mean, that kid does fantastic job in Cobra Kai, and I'm super, super excited to see what he brings to that character. And, you know, uh, like, I think we need more Latin superheroes in general, too. So um, especially in the forefront, not just a character. Uh, so this is going to be a really exciting uh, change. And like, so here's, I'm going to get on a soapbox for just a second mm -hmm. because my wife always will ask me questions about the superheroes. And, um, you know, we were talking about Miss or Captain Marvel the other day. And I was like, she's basically Green Lantern because Marvel steals everything from DC. Like, this is what's going to happen. DC's going to do something groundbreaking like Wonder Woman or now with Jamie Reyes. And then I bet you some Latin character. I mean, I guess we've got Oscar Isaac in the role of Moon Knight. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like Marvel's one step behind when it comes to really pushing the envelope on diversity. Personally. I agree. Um, watching the Suicide Squad, I was thinking about it. I watched it again last night and I had more of a chance to kind of sit back and enjoy it more. But then you notice... Yeah. You notice like um, the character selection and the actor selection and and so forth. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but um, I just think that it's very it's very smart. But also, there was a rumor that American Chavez is supposed to show up in one of these shows. So I think that Marvel is making the right steps, and I think that right we got we Kamala about, Khan. I mean, yeah, we got Shang Chi coming out. Like we do, we do. I just. I don't know. I always feel like they're just like slightly one step behind when it comes to that stuff. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. in the comics, even in the oh, comics, especially in the comics. Um, right. Yeah. No, I, um, I I'm excited. I think that I think that Marvel's on the right track um, and I think that DC is on the right track finally. So that's better for all of us. I mean, this isn't a world where we have to be DC versus Marvel at all. If both do well, we all we all benefit. So very yeah. exciting. This next bit of news is funny, though, to me. Um, there's going to be an exclusive HBO Max podcast. Um, it's called it's it's going to be a Batman one uh, with Jeffrey Wright as Bruce Wayne. Uh, it's called Batman the Audio Adventures. And so um, how do you get an exclusive podcast to HBO Max? How do you how do you listen to something? It just HBO Max produce it like produces it and puts it out to the airways is that how it works hbo will produce the project with warner in dc written by dennis mcnicholas and we got rosaria dawson as catwoman and john leguizamo as a riddler which is all very interesting that we have a those actors be doing roles that they've never done before <laughs> like yeah even though they've all been in the batman world in some way um yeah this is fine you know <laughs> you know what though to your point they'll produce it 
But like, do I have to be an HBO Max subscriber to get it? Like, I guess I'll read it right here. It will release exclusively on HBO Max as streamer expands podcasting efforts. Yeah, I mean, and this is a thing that we have known about, which is pretty much undeniable, is that DC and Warner Brothers do push the envelope as far as multimedia goes. I mean, like, they were the first to do these, like, middle-grade comics, and then... (laughs) they're doing the podcast thing. Like it just seems like they really are trying to be a multimedia company with these characters. And this right here is another like, Holy, you know, crap. Like I, who knew that this is even a possibility. (laughs) So here it is. It's going to play directly or exclusively on the app. So if you have the app on your phone, which you do. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'll have, they'll have a new segment for podcasts through that. Wow. Exclusively. So that's interesting. I, um, I didn't, I would think that, you know, I mean, that's going to drive people to go to HBO Max even more. I, yeah, I'm surprised as I watch, you know, if I as I pay thirty bucks for Black Widow, which I get, and I've always talked about that how that was a good idea. Yeah, but all of a sudden I'm watching the Suicide Squad for free the night I watched it in the movie theater. You know, it's just like uh, I don't know. Well, what's we're going to talk enough. about that down down here <laughs> so, because I do actually have some thoughts on that. But um, cool. go cool. go on. No, it, um, let me just jump over to this then. Uh, just, you know, with the Suicide Squad hitting theaters, uh, David Ayer has once again quadrupled down on the fact that his his cut is not anywhere near the theater experience that we had. Uh, then I read this thing about when the producers said that both films tested the same against audiences. So honestly, we won't hear anything about this until probably if DC decides to move forward with anything with Ayer, it's going to be end of the year, mid-year after, you know next year (laughs) after the suicide squad has kind of left our lips of of amazement so we'll see we'll see i bet you someone from warner brothers is gonna um steal it leak it and you know that's what's gonna happen i really do i think someone's gonna leak it out people are gonna go whoa i saw it it was on torrents and then they're gonna be their hands are gonna be forced yeah i just this isn't justice league there's not much to do with it so, I mean, if you have a cut and you have to put a little bit more money into it, maybe I would be like, if I was David Ayer, I would just be like, I'll finish it. <laughs> you put it out. <laughs> see what yeah. happens. <laughs> That's, so we'll see. Um, go ahead. If you want to you want to you want to wrap up this segment with the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So Suicide Squad uh, pin, you know, their their numbers Thursday night were looking pretty good. Um they're on track for a 70 million opening worldwide weekend, which is good. Here's the thing. It's not great. Even in the pandemic, it's not great. When Jungle Book did 90 and Black Widow did 120. And this is where I'm like, Ugh, you know, and it's and it's performing behind Birds of Prey, which most people don't like. Um, I know we're in the minority, actually, with that. So I don't that's where I'm like, yay, I'm glad I get to watch it at home. I play my HBO Max price. I hope it brings more subscribers because maybe in the long run, it's better for them to get that continued money as opposed to the one and done. But I also am fully behind this idea of maybe there needs to be a little bit of a waiting period, even Mm -hmm. if it's something like Paramount's like quiet places at uh, two months, I think is what they got it down to, or maybe even 30 days. And I'm kind of going under that impression that like, maybe you should wait just a, 
a little bit and let it breathe out there and, and not give the people a choice. So that that's just my idea um, and thoughts on it. But let me know what you what you think. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, I feel sometimes in this case, uh, not 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 in the case of Black Widow, because that's what we've always discussed is that you should be able to pr- pay a premium price if you want to watch in your house. Correct. For sure. And I totally, I totally understand why a lot of these directors were upset. Like if I was Denny Villeneuve, uh, you know, and, and Dune is meant to be seen on an IMAX screen and you're forcing my, you know, you're, you're exactly. And you're forcing my hand to put it on HBO max. I'd be, you know, I get it. And I think that, you know, as we, and we're still in that in that time where we're we're not sure what's going to happen with 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 society and stuff. So it's not like we can be 100 percent back to theaters or 100 percent back into anything. And it's sad because if a movie, if 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 a studio looks at it, the movie doesn't make money, and they treat it that way. That's mm-hmm. that that's unfortunate. But yeah. I think in this case, word of mouth, the reviews, um, people will I think get. I think this will have a longer effect than say black widow did black widow fell off hardcore second week. I think this movie is going to pick up this, this week and it's going to have some good numbers in the following weekend. Um, but I absolutely agree that if you're going to, if you're going to give it to your, your, your viewers for free, I mean, we're paying 15 bucks a month for HBO max. That's nothing, nothing. It's, it's nothing. Um, but I think it's, it's also good. I think, you know, we talked about it's residual income because there's going to be millions of people who subscribe, maybe don't even utilize the service, but still paying that $15 a month, like a gym membership. And they're going to keep getting those people's money. So, you know, that's the other good thing about getting those people in there is like maybe in the long run, it's, uh, I don't know, maybe I did it. Yes. Yeah. I, it's so tough <laughs> because when you, if it's, I'm, I'm paying 30 bucks. That's that's the price of two tickets to watch Black Widow. Then I own it. I can show everybody I want to show. Yep. You know, see. But then you, HBO Max, like, come over to my come over to my house. Watch watch the Suicide Squad. Maybe that's a good thing. But there's no extra income. So, um, hopefully they're just like. I mean, WB's already like James Gunn's gonna come back and make another movie. You know, whatever. I mean, it's gonna happen. I don't think they're they would ever look at this as a failure, even if it didn't make exactly the money they didn't want they wanted it to yeah yeah we're gonna see if this experiment works but i'm more excited to see doing on the big screen <laughs> yeah me too. me too me too me too can't wait so let's uh let's jump over to that galaxy far far away yeah this week lego the terrifying tales was previewed so uh we're gonna get a special on disney plus and i think they've been doing a really good job with these specials i love lego star wars to begin with i think it's it's fun it's goofy it's you know it's good it's great for kids uh and adults alike so uh they've revealed some more details about the halloween special uh and it will be coming on october 1st it will air on disney plus and um let's see what did they do last year they did the the life day special right they They did did the life day special that's right that's right so special follows poe and bb8 as they explore darth vader's castle which is being transformed into an all-inclusive Sith-inspired luxury hotel by Grabala the Hut after making an emergency landing on Mustafar. They're joined by Grabala, his mechanic, and Vader's servant Vinay. So interesting. Vader's castle. Things that things that need to be more prominent in the Star Wars universe. Exactly. Um, 
I love this idea. I like that they're doing spooky things for kids for Halloween. Um, I always like the Halloween programming in October. So, you know, it's a cool idea. I would like to see it in other assets, you know, like live action things or books or comics or whatever. Maybe they will. Maybe they just haven't announced it yet. But this is a good start. I, I like it. Yeah, no, exactly. And you know what? It'll be good because let your kids enjoy this because in order to get on the Galactic Starship or the Star Cruiser, you're going to have to sell your kids. So uh, <laughs> Star Cruiser has, uh, it will be debuting in Walt Disney World in spring of 2022. Uh, this is going to be a two-night experience, all immersive, inclusive, whatever words you want to say, uh, but it's going to cost you at least around five grand. For like two people, right? It says. So here's my thoughts on this. You you get this experience, an immersive experience that you would never, ever get, period. Mm -hmm. But the other thing about it is they give you tickets to Disney, which are mad expensive, and they give you a bunch of meals as well. And there's like thing like other things going on at the hotel. So, yeah, you know, it's for each for two guests sharing a cabin will be twelve hundred dollars a night or forty eight hundred for the whole time. And then if you have a kid, you know, it's going to be even more. I I personally because <laughs> I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy compared to how much I would spend to get a hotel, pay for my tickets, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to go to Disney as it is. I didn't think it was that insane of a stretch, but that's me. And uh, that's just my opinion. I scale. It's hard. It's tough. It's a lot of money. It is a vacation that you'll never take anywhere. Yes. But it's like five grand for two days. You know, eh, it's tough. But, you know, I think that it'll be an experience um, that both of us will definitely <laughs> take advantage of in our in our lifetimes. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to wait a little bit, I think, because it's going to yeah. be booked for a while uh, and eventually maybe it'll go down a price too so we'll see do you think that you get like priority in the park and that's you no. when you land they at all no. i would i would if i was disney i'd be like like you should get some kind of you VIP should pass. you should get hollywood studios uh you know fast passes and maybe you do actually now that you're saying it you i know you get like a exclusive wristband um that's you know whatever but i you might do that you get various food and entertainment opportunity the second day includes a morning trip to batu which includes a ride on the star wars ride to the Zistance and smugglers run and lunch at the docking bay so yes you do so yeah i mean again you're saving me time which equals money so i don't think it's out of control yeah do you got to sell your soul maybe a little bit or a mortgage maybe but i'm I'm all there. I'm going I did in. that years ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I, I did that before Disney owned Star Wars. I don't know. <laughs> so, we'll, did it on my Disney we'll Plus account for three years. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a gift. <laughs> yeah. So, I got actually got on the calendar and see when that runs out. Um. Anyways, next up, Star Wars Hunters. I didn't really care about this game all that much, but I'm sure some of you do if you like uh, arena games and stuff like that. But it's, it has been delayed until 2022, EA has said, and they've they've said that it's because they've committed to Fallen Order 2, which, great, do it. <laughs> I mean, 
isn't there two divisions? I don't know. Fine. You know, whatever. Like, just give me my Star Wars stuff. I mean, just the Lego game got pushed back, too. Like, come on. Like, they should be pumping out these games, like, every other quarter, to be honest with you. Personally. Well, that was the problem with EA to begin with, that they weren't putting enough stuff out. Then they lost oh. the ma- the master license. So now, at least these other companies can make games. This, right. fine. I mean, if you want to put out another Fallen Order, which everybody loved, you know, do it. I would rather have that than the arena game, honestly. So Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and then last up in Star Wars news, uh, the Bad Batch is about to enter its finale uh, this coming Friday. Uh, but guess what? Your favorite clones are coming back for season two. So um, we're going to be having a special Star Wars, Star Warriors episode for this uh, live episode, I believe. So look forward to that. H- how far are you in this season? <laughs> Nowhere. Same, same spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've enjoyed this show. Uh, there's some highs and some lows, but for the most part, there's been some really great moments as well. So I hope you get caught up. Um I know you want to move away from this time period. It's one of my favorites. Um, so I am excited to see where they go with season two. I'm going to watch. I mean, it's I will binge it. I, it's done, right? Or it's done next week. Next week. Time. Yeah. OK, we're recording this on the eighth, guys. Um, yeah, I will watch it all. I just finished, uh, you know, He-Man. We didn't talk about that, but, you know, He-Man and um, a bunch of other crap, like little 30 minute shows. So I'll I'll mix this into the rotation at night and finish it up. Do it, do it, definitely. Then you can, then we can all talk about it on the show. It'll be fun. So let's do it up. I think it's time for some commercials. So we'll be right back uh, with more Tally Talk. Do you remember Conan or Nintendo, Chris? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What about Earthworm Jim for the Nintendo sixty four? One of my favorites. Don't you wish you had it? I do. I really do sometimes. Okay, but what about some of those old games that you had? And you're maybe just kind of looking to clean out your collection and make a little cash. Would I be able to trade them for anything? Well, I've got the answer for you. Ridley's Gaming Realm is your one-stop shop for great gaming discussion, as well as the place for retro buying, selling, and trading without the fees and dramas of the other selling sites. Really? No drama? (laughs) Well, you know, we try to avoid the drama. So they pride themselves on having over a year of zero reported scams. You can find them on Facebook. Just search Ridley's Gaming Realm. That's Ridley's, R-I-D-L-E-Y-S. Or click on the link in the show description. Is that Ridley, like, from Metroid? (laughs) And uh, make sure to tell them that DFAT sent you. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics.
We are back from those commercials, and let's jump into some comic news. Not too much this week, Casey. Um, DC News, one of our favorite artists ever, Jock, uh, yeah. is doing gets his own series. I mean, he's been doing art and variants for so long, um, and finally, it was announced this week. He's very excited to be doing his own comic called One Dark Night. So I love it when a writer and an artist are the same because I feel like they ultimately can get the story told the best way. Yeah, this is interesting, right? Um, I always think it's so crazy when people get a chance to write these stories uh, after working on them for so long. And, you know, like when Kevin Smith did and stuff like that. And it's like with a character that's 80 years old or close to it, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? I, I've always... I've never written like that before, like a IP character. So it's always curious to me. I think that's pretty cool. So good on him. And you know that art's going to be damn good. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then a little little bit of news here outside of the main the main comic uh, world. This is uh, Method Man, the uh, <laughs> Tang yeah. Clan member, comic book buff. Uh, was even in, you know, he was in Luke Cage. So I'm a big Iron Man, uh, Iron Man, <laughs> Method Man fan, and uh, he'll be taking uh, his love of comics another step further. Uh, so we're going to be getting some M NFTs from him, uh, which will be his own comic book series. And it's going to be called Tekel World, of course. Tekel. <laughs> nice. So Yeah. That's cool. I think I made uh, NFTs are stupid, um, like so stupid, but... I hope they go and decide to like print it for him um, <laughs> because it's just the whole idea is like, hey, I'm going to give you this thing. Oh, can I touch it? No, no, no. But you can go and look at it, but I can't. Nope. No, no, no. Just look at it. <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, right? Um, because I remember the first NFT I, I heard about and I was like, what will he decide to do with it? Will he decide mm -hmm. to keep it for themselves? Sell it um give it away for free blah 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 and all this stuff so it's just kind of like i get that like it's a finite thing and that it has value but at the same time it's like why am i gonna pay five thousand dollars for a digital thing like yep like what is like is it worth is it gonna fall out i mean look at cryptocurrency you know I mean? exactly <laughs> it's just it's so and i don't even think cryptocurrency I think I think there's a place for cryptocurrency because yes. right now I don't touch money anyway. So I don't think it's so weird to me. But if you told me that I have a Batman statue worth five thousand dollars inside of a vault inside of the Oasis, hmm. do I <laughs> like that? Can someone, you know, break into my vault? Like, I just don't get it. And maybe that's just being young and stupid. But people have tried to explain it to me and I'm just like, but I don't touch it. So... No one can come and look. Like I guess you can pull it up on your phone. Right. Cool. <laughs> Why is it not sitting next to me on my desk? Right? Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I, that's it. I just, just don't. I don't understand this whole world of like intangible collectibles, especially being somebody yeah. who's surrounded by them. So exactly. Maybe maybe I'm biased. I don't. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so. We're the wrong. We are not the uh, the audience for those. Oh right. But, okay. Yeah. We're definitely not the. Uh, <laughs> definitely not the people to be buying these things so no all right fair enough um let's jump over to crowd sorcery 
Uh, just a reminder, we talked about this last uh, show, but Mythic Legion Tactics, uh, the upcoming video game for from Four Horsemen Studios, uh, War of the Aetherblade, uh, it's going strong on Kickstarter. Uh, it's at 207,000. Uh, it's past its goal, uh, 24 days to go. So this this is kind of their follow-up campaign to the original one that they did for the game. Um, but this gives people another uh, chance to get uh, the game itself, get some collectibles if you want, be a part of the whole experience. So uh, very exciting. I'm looking forward to beta testing this thing. I know you are. I know you're all about it. And it's already made how much money? Let's see. We're going to keep Twice. the link in there, guys. Twice as much? Yeah. Yep. Two. Yeah. So very excited uh, with those. And you get some damn good extras with it. 100%. Uh, and then this week, uh, I've been waiting for this to launch. Uh, Masters of the Universe Fields of Attorney of Strategy Board Game. Uh, it's on GameFound.com right now. Uh, so it's funding. Uh, campaign launches. I'm sorry. Campaign launches in one day. So as of the time you're listening to this, it will be live. Uh, so I'll leave a link in the show notes. But this is great. Uh, miniatures, cards, the whole gamut uh, for for a board game. If you're if you're a Master of the Universe fan, which I'm sure you are these days, I hope. And uh, this is something to check out. Uh, while I'm still waiting for the RPG to drop. Um. Okay. And you get f- first 48 hours free bonus model of Orco. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, great. I just signed up for that. So great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love these games when they're like one to six players where you can play by yourself. You know, I love that, too. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I got I picked up a couple games lately for that um, because, you know, with COVID and everything, it's hard to get gaming. So, yeah. The more that they do this, it is more like a like a RPG, I guess, experience. It's like you're playing a like you're sitting there playing a video game by yourself. Why can't you play a board game by yourself? So very cool. Very cool. Uh, Motu Fields of Eternia. Check it out on Games Found. Uh, Link in the show notes. Uh, So take it over. Let's talk TV (laughs) news. Yeah, well, books. books, Sorry, books. Books. I mean, it's it is TV news, too, though, because Mm -hmm. so. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is getting a bit of a sequel. Um, So in 2018, Boom did a reboot, or 2019, Boom did a reboot of the entire series. This book actually continues after the original series in which um, Willow's daughter is learning how to be a witch from Willow, and then a bunch of Slayers... um, get killed uh there's like a convention it's a target of an attack including buffy and faith and all these other people they might be dead they might be dead so it's about this uh you know willow's daughter who could possibly become a new slayer (laughs) interesting so let me ask you a question uh because i know like the dark horse comics that took place after the show are technically canon this book is taking place after that or is this kind of rewriting everything that had been come before i guess i should say right we don't we don't know because this is going to be um this is going to be a new trilogy of books uh and the character like buffy faith and in this character of v um are also in the comics 
So they're, I would assume it's a sequel to the Dark Horse comics because those guys show up in the end of season 12, uh, or at least they're all around at the end of season 12. So I, I would imagine it's a sequel to that. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad they're doing that. Um, Me too. Keep, I, keeping creator separate from the world is the best way to do it with this um, because, you know, it, it is a great world. And I I love that they are continuing it, and I I'd love to see more. And I don't want them to just be like, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna go and do our own thing because we can't respect what came before. So, awesome, good stuff. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um, but let's get into some TV news. And so Wednesday, the series picks up Luis Guzman as Gomez. Uh, so I like him. And it's funny. I haven't seen him in a while uh, and he's always really funny. So I'm really excited to see what's happening with that. Uh, we know that Jenna Ortega is going to be starring as Wednesday. Um, and I know this will be coming to Netflix. And that's about all I know right now. Live action. This is live action. And Jenny Ortega, okay. She's in that show you and she's also in the babysitter sequel. Um, she did a really good job. I thought she was a really good actress. So uh, so far, casting is spot on for me. I got to watch that. I watched Freaky the other night. Oh, did you love it? I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> love, love it's it. not as good as Happy Death Day. No, or Happy Death Day, too, especially. But it's still a very good movie. And yeah. I liked that. Uh, what's his name really got to be himself like I was like oh okay he's a killer so it's not gonna be like it's a different role for him but I was like nope this is him he gets to exactly be what he always is yeah it was it was a sweet movie I lost it it was so good to watch him play a teenage girl (laughs) yeah (laughs) off track off track sorry sorry guys but yeah Wednesday (laughs) sounds good uh Continuing comic news, Sweet Tooth Season 2 did get the green light. Uh, what's his name, actually? Robert Downey Jr. made the announcement, which I, I thought was really cool. He was the producer on the show, and um, that was sweet. Uh, tooth. Sweet Tooth, yeah. Um, tooth speaking tooth. Sweet. <laughs> of more Netflix news, uh, the Waterworld series um, is coming to Netflix Matt Bomer is supposed to be stepping into the role of uh, Kevin Costner. What's curious about that is Bomer's on, you know, uh, Doom Doom Patrol. So, like, what's that mean? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they could just wrap up somebody else and have them do the voice thing. (laughs) They could, right? Maybe they do. Don't they? I I don't. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, we do see him a lot in flashbacks. We do see his face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyway, so uh, that was a little interesting piece of news, and uh, I do really like Matt Bomer, and I've actually never seen Waterworld. You have, though, right? <gasps> yeah, I've I never love, seen it. I love Waterworld. Um, yeah, I, I'm i just super wet right now, so <laughs> I can't wait to see more from this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, he's making a splash. Oh, uh, there you go. All over the screen. <laughs> and finally, American Horror Story. Um, we've got the poster for this double feature, which shows an alien versus a sea creature thing. Um, little 
literally have no idea what this means, but the poster was cool and uh, or posters were really cool. And, you know, I'm interested to see just what this has in store for people. Um, that comes out on August 25th. Yeah, I, I watched the teaser. It's very weird. Um, and it's cool because it is two different stories this season. So it'll I it, I it's kind of neat that they're going to be splitting it up. I think that sometimes that if you drag something on, it, it is is not as good. A little too much filler. So maybe yeah. it'll just be like a solid, you know, five episode arc. And it's one story and another one. Is it? No, is this it is two of... movies. I thought Isn't this it? was this, I thought this was the new show. I thought this was no, season there's two. no season 10 is on now. And then there's American Horror Stories, which is an anthology series. And oh, then wow. this is like a whole nother thing. Yeah, they keep saying oh, this is 10. You're right. This is 10. Yeah, I, I didn't oh. think that's kind of dropped yet. And so Sorry. they're splitting okay. it in the two parts, unlike they usually okay. just do one story. Right. I, would, okay. I thought the same thing when I saw this yesterday. I was like, are they doing a movie? I was like, that's weird. Because huh. this is the first time I had heard of it being two separate entities. So space and water, I guess, is the, <laughs> are the two different ones. Or I guess, man. All right. Uh, um, cool. Uh, over on Amazon, Lord of the Rings, uh, we've got a date for that series, September 2nd, 2022. Um, nothing more than that, but I, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm bring all it. about it. Bring yeah, it. Bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. Also, December, this is back over. Well, let's just, we should have just kept all this Netflix news. All right, Cobra Kai tried season, to. <laughs> four. season four is coming out in December. I don't know if it had an exact date, but they showed us a little bit more footage. And um, I didn't watch it because I know I want to watch it. And I know we're going to back to All Valley, and that's all I care about. Very, very excited to see the rest of that season and what's in store for those people. Yeah, I haven't watched season three yet. I got to do that. What? I, yeah, I uh, I keep putting it off. I was gonna do it this week, and I put it off again. So um, I'll watch Bad Batch. You watch that. Good, good deal. Good deal. There you go. Um, Stranger Things got pushed back. Season four is gonna be hitting next year. Um, so don't quite know when next year. Just that it's next year. I don't know how old those kids are gonna be for season five. I can tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> like, come on. They have so, to flash forward to like. <laughs> maybe the next, maybe the they maybe they had to change things. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's coming. So who knows? We'll find out what's going on with that. Did you watch but the teaser? No, I don't think yeah, it was nothing. It was good. I mean, but it was nothing. Same time. Yeah. So. Um, that's another one of those. Just just show me the show, and yeah. I'll be there. Um, and then finally, also this this year though in September, Why the Last Man? We got our first trailer for that. Uh, the Brian K. Vaughn show or well, comic, now a show. Trailer was great. Just fantastic. I loved it. It's one of my favorite comic books of all time, honestly. And I really, really thought the trailer nailed it. So I am I'm hesitant because I worry that the show will only get one season. And it's yeah. a very long story. I think it's like 120 issues or something like that. So ah, we'll see what that means. But. At least the trailer looked good, and I hope other people agreed and watch it. It's on FX. Uh, yeah, and Hulu. Yes, which so it's on good. Best. It's on good, safe ground for the most part. I would say, at yeah. least at least for viewing and 
chances for a second season. I've never read the comic. I thought, you know, I thought that trailer was really interesting. Um, it was, it was really actually the way they did it was very exciting, um, especially from all the, all the female perspective. So yes, I'm very excited to see how they they play that. Um, and maybe I will start to read that series. Ooh, you're in for. Did you ever read Saga? No, I started Saga. I read Paper Girls, but I, okay. I, I I was so far back on Saga that I never jumped on it. Well, you got time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they ain't coming back anytime soon. I don't. I think maybe next year. Maybe. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Um. Anywho, check out that trailer. is really good. Uh. Over in movie news, um, we've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that's coming out. Uh, this is going to be an another live action one. This is the Seth Rogen one. Is this, this is the Seth Rogen produced one. I think so. Okay, so Colin and Casey Jost are going to be penning this for Paramount. Okay, you know what though? This is I think this is different, man. This is Michael because it produced. says Michael Bay produced, which he did the other ones. Interesting. Sorry, guys. So that's very interesting. Paramount um, still sees the IP as a high priority at the studio, especially after Nickelodeon announced it was relaunching the animated movie with Seth yes. Rogen, the yes. executive producing for 2023. Oh, wow. We are going to get slammed with Ninja Turtles. Huh. Interesting. All right, guys. So, yeah, now you know that uh, there's a new live action uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle coming out. I don't hate those Michael Bay ones. I think no. the first one is kind of okay but the second one i actually really enjoyed maybe because it's shot partly in buffalo and i thought that was cool but yeah it's um hey i'm a turtles fan for life so i will check out whatever comes to the screen animated or otherwise i think this is this is a good point too because it's just like why rely on one thing like if a movie does bad it's like we're not gonna do turtles for a while it's like just put out some stuff, put out a few different things, test different mm -hmm. audiences and see where yep. it works. It's like Master Universe. That movie was a failure since 1987. I like that yeah. movie, but the process of getting to another one is very slow, very tedious and, and, and dangerous at the same time because people don't know what to do with it. Instead, let's go and do Revelation. Let's go and do a kid's show later this year. See how that works. Cancel the movie test the audiences i mean if people are gonna bitch about transformers and turtles for the rest of their lives because they didn't like what michael bay did i mean that's your own fault that's that's your problem but you know i think there's a lot of room here to do more across the board for these these different ips yeah i think so too and you know i love that cgi turtles movie and we never got a sequel to that and i thought oh that was my a real god shame yeah. because it's so good and um I don't know, you know, it's just kind of a waste. So, you know, at least they're doing cartoons still and the toys are still going and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. Yep. And then speaking of things that have been going on for a very long time and will continue to do so, uh, South Park, uh, the creator signed a deal with Comedy Central that they'll be doing uh, at least through season 30. Jesus. And it includes multiple movies as well. I think they are coming just to that channel. So, hey. South Park, you know, I haven't watched it consistently in such a long time. 
I would say maybe the last three or four years, but any time that I have went back and caught up on seasons, it's still extremely funny and extremely smart. And I'm like, why don't I watch this? So I'm, I'm all for it. I really probably like probably the movies all will probably get me back into it. Cause that original South park movie is so freaking good. Such a good movie. <laughs> I love that movie. No, I, you know what? It's funny. Uh, cause I feel the same way. I love that show. I've always mm-hmm. loved that show. And as they've progressed and, gotten more into like more and more into uh you know society and 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 talking about the current events and and doing their thing with that kind of stuff it's just they've they've set themselves as a standard since we're since i don't even remember when they were out i mean season 30 does it mean 30 years uh yeah 30 years we started in high school man my god so yeah isn't that Um, wild (laughs) <laughs> I'll ca- I, yeah it is um because i remember i remember the cardboard cutouts <laughs> being on tv and being like what is yep. this um yeah. but every time there's a new special like the the vaccine special right um, some of the other ones i'll watch those because they're not like what 45 minutes an hour sometimes um and i hope we get more of those too because they'll just drop them uh in 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 whenever something happens in, in politics or whatever uh society and they're there. They're the perfect way to kind of just look at that reflection um, of our society from a def- definitely uh, an interesting perspective, I would say, as always. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, so, yeah, let's jump to commercial and then we're going to come back and talk about gaming. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. (laughs) A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's like, bad. We are back. Uh, so let's just talk gaming real quick. There wasn't much in the news this week. Uh, but if anything, let's talk about how much these sealed games are, are selling for. I mean, we talked about oh Super Mario World sold for a million dollars. Now sealed copy of Super Mario Bro for NES, the original sold for two million dollars so it's like there's got to be people out there with these with these just sitting somewhere you know i mean how many seal copies are out there who who would have just kept the video game sealed for so long (laughs) yeah and it's and it's just like cgc too i mean it's graded a 9.8 which is just bonkers so uh, good on that person for holding on to a game for 40 years and <laughs> like having the willpower to do so. Absolutely. Uh, just a quick thing here. Unlike the other one, this one was not sold at auction. Um, so yeah, this was bought <laughs> straight out. Um, 
as kind of like an asset investment. So <laughs> very smart, I would say. I mean, we're talking we we're talking to FTs not too long ago. These, I mean, is it is it worth money? This, of course, this is worth money. Yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> like I said before, check your garages, check your closets. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> what time is it, Chris? <laughs> it's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters, let's talk toys. Uh, what if comes out this week? I can't wait. Um, I've loved What If comics since I was a kid. You and I are always big fans of Elseworld Tales, whatever you want to call them. We're going to get it. We're going to get one that's going to tell all of these great alternate stories for the MCU. And I can't freaking wait. And leading up to it, we've got these teases for Lego sets. And finally, uh, Hasbro released uh, the Wave, uh, which also included, um, oh, what's her name from Loki? forgot. Um, LC. <laughs> Is that her LC? name? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. L- um, LV? Uh, well, yes, exactly. Um, but with her comes a bunch of characters from the show. Uh, highlights for me were Captain Carter and the Hydra Stomper. The Hydra Stomper is actually a, a separate figure from this because it's a deluxe one. And that's, I don't want to spoil anything, but very excited to see that episode individually. But the rest of them, I like zombie hunting Spider-Man. I mean... <laughs> When, when can I watch this stuff, please? Yeah, that one sticks out. Sylvie is her name. Um, that Sylvia, one sticks yes, out yes. to me because I'm like, what did you... What? Zombie Hunter? I didn't see a shotgun or a machete at all. He just looks like Doctor Strange's cape, you know? Like, okay, you know, obviously as a Spider-Man fan, I want to know. But the other thing that's cool is, like, there's Marvel Legends, but there's also Lego did some stuff i saw the hydra stomper for that which was decently priced and i was like ooh, i want to get that little steve little minifigure steve too <laughs> little steve um, exactly steve but you can also buy the hot toys which is insane to me that they, <laughs> they've dropped those yeah. already yeah. um pre show i mean that's yeah. that's brave um but those will those are great uh and they're doing I saw Captain Carter. Carter, I saw the Hydra Stomper, which who knows what that would cost? Five, six hundred bucks, probably. That's insane. They look great, um, and it it just it boggles my mind that they can drop those kind of exclusive, like those kind of collectibles for a show that nobody's watched yet. But yep. they're uh, they're ready for it. So hey, that zombie cap is whew, so choice. It is, and I'm really really interested to see how that's going to play in with the spider-man thing um so we'll we'll see um next up super seven has dropped their latest collectibles for transformers uh so ultimates see uh series two is out and so we're gonna be able to get some great figures like grimlock with his waiter accessories i mean <laughs> this kind of stuff is ridiculous i love that Super 7 is doing these ultimate figures across the board for all of our favorite cartoons growing up, and they're doing them all at the same time. Um, <sighs> all at the same time. <laughs> and they, that's the problem. But yeah. it's fun because they are doing these these neat little like homages to the old figures. They're definitely doing them in the light of the old act, like the cartoons. Um, so let me just go through this wave. Uh, you get 
Grimlock and Dino Mode uh, tracks. Uh, you get Megatron this time around. He looks awesome. And then finally, um, Bludgeon. So these look great. I wouldn't buy all of them. I'm not going to buy any of them, actually. But I think that um, it's interesting they're doing Transformers that don't transform. Yeah, I thought that was kind of different. <laughs> To put it nicely, different. It gives you the opportunity to get the untransformed version of of that character in a nice style. Because sometimes when it's like all those little pieces that transform, they look funny. Yeah. They do a great job usually. But this is like directly like this is Optimus Prime, how he looks at the car too. Yeah, so very cool, very expensive. But <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh Next up, this was announced recently from Lego, uh, Harry Potter's Hogwarts Icons Collector's Edition. Uh, so this set will be released on September 2nd, 3,000 pieces at 250 pieces. Uh, features Hedwig as the centerpiece, uh, but also includes different Hogwarts items like Harry's glasses, his wand, the chocolate frog, Tom Riddle's diary, the golden snitch, a scarf, and potions a bunch of potions man i mean this is neat uh 250 neat i'm not sure uh <laughs> you tell me it might, it, it, it might be <laughs> <laughs> i saw that i was like hmm is it that expensive though <laughs> yeah this is uh insane because you know, the thing about my Legos is like some of them are like hanging in the air and stuff like that. And some of them are in cases. But like this would be prominently on my desk because that is badass. And I really, really like that. And I kind of super want it. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful display piece. Yeah, it really is. It's yeah, like, it is. I mean, it's I'm the same way. I mean, I bought that like that Seinfeld set. I mean, that's that's a display piece. Also, yeah. something we yep. love, you know, so I was like. I'm not going to go buy the pops for this. I don't want all that garbage. Not that it, I'm just saying that because it's me, but um, so I was like the leg, I'm always been a Lego guy. So I'm going to buy this like, the, mm -hmm. you know, like this Harry Potter set. It's like, how do you show your fandom? <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. Um, but speaking of fandom and something that's been just insane is the GI Joe figures that, that Hasbro came out with uh, classified series. I, like we've talked about, you can't find them hardly anywhere. Um, so I remember this was kind of like Black Series at the beginning, too. Uh, so it's it's interesting. But what is also interesting is that we're getting other companies making six-inch six uh, vehicles and figures like this one. It's actually models, but they look great. So we're getting from Flame Toys, uh, Fury models for G.I. Joe vehicles and figures. And right now you can buy both Snake Eyes and his his Arash Arash Kagi cycle. I don't know how to say that, but both of those are out right now on Big Bad Toy Store and other places that these are sold. Um, but soon uh, you'll be able to also get Storm Shadow in his cycle, and then um, the AWE Striker, which is um, more and more interesting because it would be awesome to get vehicles in the six. <laughs> six inch scale that's not yep. going to cost us an arm and a leg um, yep so let's see how these these work are they compatible we'll see because this snake guys looks awesome awesome it really really did or does rather um yeah it it it's something i'm heavily 
I might buy. I also saw that Mego does. Did we talk about that last time that they did a Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes two pack? We may have. I saw it. I I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about it, but it's it's out there if you guys want, you know, uh, soft goods, um, because that actually hasn't been coming out. I'm sure Mezco, now that they've got the G.I. Joe license, will be doing uh, 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 those two. I'm almost positive. And if they're smart, they'll do it as a two pack. Um, but, you know, I for the Mego lovers, they're pretty great. And it's actually I think it's maybe 50 bucks for the two pack, which I thought was decently priced. But these are cool, too. Sorry. These are actually really cool as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just always kind of hesitant with models. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you yeah. don't have to paint them, that's a whole different story. That's so a, it's like totally. Yeah, it's like a, a cool Lego set almost. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I'll take a look at this when uh, I would like to see it in stores. Actually, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Storm Collectibles. Solid company. I've uh, been doing great like I guess video game based figures mostly because I'm thinking like the DC figures they do are based on like the injustice um, um, versions of the characters. And then also they've done street fighter Tekken, and even mortal Kombat. but they've got the, they've got the rights to do the mortal Kombat reboot figures. So I thought that was cool. I did like that movie. Um, so I'm glad to see there's, there's definitely some collectibles coming for that. Yeah, I was a little surprised it's taken this long. Um, Storm Collectibles, though, does a full line of Mortal Kombat figures, so this is cool that they're doing that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I thought that there was going to be more products, but at least somebody's doing it. I, I'm shocked that we haven't gotten a Mezco or some other people doing the same thing. But, hey, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan and you like the new movie, now you know where to go. Yep, exactly. Um. <laughs> this this Blitzway Voltron man, this thing blows my <laughs> mind. I I don't even know what to say about this. I wish I wish I was like I wish I just had unlimited money so I could get something. I've always wanted like a really good Voltron, and yeah. I was always mad at myself because I didn't do that Maddie Collector Club. I thought that was great, um, but this this is <laughs> 15 inches tall. All the lions are separate; they're die cast. Um, you get the pilots, the pilots go in the lions and then the lions make Voltron, of course, LED lights, um, fully articulated. It's just, this is amazing. Um, but it's, it's a $700 thing. So good luck. Yeah. The only thing that could be better than this is if it was like literally life size, because this is out of control. Cool. If you're a Voltron fan, um, Really, really smart way to do it with a die cast. And, you know, I used to have the die cast one when I was a kid. Obviously, it didn't even look like this. <laughs> so, right. yeah, this was just if you're a Voltron fan, I can't even think anything better than this. And they've got the little people like yeah. Commander Keat, like little. Like, it's just bonkers. Blows my mind. And that's exactly like. <clears throat> If I had, I, I forgot how big the Maddie Collector one. I mean, the lions were probably like this big, right? Right. So yep. It's got to be at least two feet, you know, two to two and a half feet. So this is definitely more of a, I guess, a smaller display piece. And at that price, I get it. But yeah, 15 inches, it's almost like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting for that? It, it, like I said, it's die cast, so it better well be mostly metal. So very cool. Exactly. Um. If you had any doubt that Hot Toys would be not putting out a Luke Skywalker figure for the Mandalorian, well, 
you apparently don't know how they work. Uh, but this week they re- they revealed the Luke and Grogu uh, deluxe set. Uh, that Luke face sculpt is great. I mean, it's it looks just like it does on the show. And if you don't have a Luke Skywalker figure already, well, now's a good time to get it. Yep. That you know, I've got that. I've got the you know Return of the Jedi one, so I couldn't see the need to get it. But if you never got that one, get this one. Yep. You know, I mean, the only real difference is Grogu. You get a little Grogu with it, um, and you get oh, a dark trooper a, base, right? You yeah, well, that base, yeah, which is <laughs> damn cool. You know, and a slightly different looking Mark Hamill, but I wanted my Return of the Jedi you know, one. And like, that's why uh, I kept it. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, no regrets on that at all. Um, even though we ordered the wrong one, it ended up being, I, we, I got an, we got yeah, a yeah. better one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, but last up today, McFarland toys, check out McFarlandToys.com. If you can't find some figures out in the wild, if you can't beat those bots to the figure on target, well, Todd McFarlane may be able to help you out with some figures being sold directly from him. Uh, so check it out, guys. All like a lot of stuff is on there. Not everything, but if you're looking for the mainstays, they're there. So check it out, guys. I mean, McFarlane's been doing a kick-ass job with the DC license. He just got that master's license. They're bringing back DC direct collectibles. It's a great time to be alive. Yeah, I what he revealed with, you know, giving that full set with the build a figure, decently priced, really, really cool packaging. It, it was just a genius move. And I hope other companies take notice because what McFarlane is offering people is just very smart. And um, like I said, I really hope that they decide to, you know, Hasbro with Marvel Legends, the Marvel Legends should do something similar, I, I believe. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the guy that basically, he was a revolution. He's been a yep. revolution from comics to toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he changed he changed the landscape for us when we were in high school uh, and then moving forward to what an action figure was and what collecting was if you're, if you're into action figures. Um, yeah. And now, you know, it's just he, he's setting standards across the board, and I'm so happy that... Um, that they brought like i said they brought back dc direct so excellent 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 so guys check it out casey where can you find us oh my gosh we are at dfatentertainment.com the only place to listen and experience all sorts of multimedia geekly uh on the internet we are on twitter we are on instagram we are on facebook i guess as well we haven't made it to tiktok or the other ones yet but i hope we never some will of us are. Some of us are. <laughs> who's on there i think i think insensitive culture uses tiktok oh geez sorry insensitive culture uses tiktok i yeah. apologize so if you're tiktokers defat entertainment is there too apparently so yeah we um we're all over there uh <laughs> so this is casey saying go read some comics And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.